0: The tale we find regarding Ahaziah is much different from that of Jehoshaphat. Ahaziah, just like his father Ahab, was devoted to angering Yahweh. His folly, his foolishness, was an outright defiance against God. He bowed down to Baal and he worshipped him. And in doing so, he provoked the righteous anger of God Almighty. Do you think Ahaziah grasped the immense danger that he was in. Did he grasp the magnitude of his foolishness? General John Sedgwick and his staff arrived near Spotsylvania Courthouse in Virginia on May 8, 1864. Sedgwick, known affectionately as Uncle John by his troops, commanded a federal corps in the wilderness campaign about to begin. The next day, Sedgwick and his chief of staff, Martin McMahon, were standing by a battery and ordering some infantry near it to another position. At this point, Confederate sharpshooters, located probably a mile away, opened up and Sedgwick's troops ducked, dodged, and cringed under the fire. The general amicably chastised his men, claiming that they couldn't hit an elephant at this distance. And at that very moment... One man was walking in front of the general. He heard a bullet whistling, and he dove to the ground again. Sedgwick nudged him with his boot. He was ashamed of the soldier, dodging bullets that way and again assuring they couldn't hit an elephant at this distance. So the man stood. He saluted. But based on his expertise, he repeated his creed. I believe in dodging. Sedgwick laughed and dismissed him. Then there was another whistling sound. McMahon heard a dull thud. He was about to resume his conversation with Sedgwick when the general turned toward him, and there was a hole under his left eye spurting a stream of blood. Sedgwick fell into McMahon's arms, knocked both of them to the ground, and lay there Dead. See, Sedgwick thought the Confederates used only short-range rifles, and he didn't know that the sharpshooter who felled him with this forty-five caliber bullet was caressing a British-made Whitworth sniper rifle equipped with a telescopic sight. General Sedgwick didn't have a clue about the danger that he faced. Ahaziah! didn't know the extreme danger he was in when he taunted Yahweh by his sin. But do you realize the danger that you're in when you flaunt your sin to God? Because let me be honest with you, some of you sickeningly flaunt your sin before God Almighty. Do you know the danger you're in when you live in total rebellion against your parents? Do you understand how foolish you are when you pretend that God's law regarding moral purity and sex don't exist? Do you grasp the danger of a lifestyle that totally defies God? Well, if anyone understands the danger, it was Jesus, and he warns us against it. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 28, he says this, Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. I mean, if there's anyone that you should be afraid of if you're actively living in sin, you should be deathly afraid of Yahweh. Why? Because he is the only one with the power to destroy you. And let me tell you, some of you, with the way you're living... You should be afraid, because you give zero evidence of a faith in Jesus. Paul said it this way in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, If anyone has no love for the Lord, let him be accursed. Jesus said it this way in Matthew 7, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I would declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. The writer of Hebrews said it this way, chapter 10, It is a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of a living God. You see, the destiny of those who defy God and have no relationship with Jesus is to be cursed, to be cut off from the presence of the Lord. But the outcome for those with a relationship with Jesus, those who have become his disciples and love him and follow him, their outcome is far different. John records their fate in Revelation 21. There is a loud voice from the throne of heaven saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more, neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more for the former things have passed away. I mean the one who has fully cast their hope and faith on Jesus, he has nothing to fear. You get to spend eternity in his glorious presence. But here's the application tonight. It's in the form of a question. Should you be afraid? If you have a relationship with Christ, celebrate it. Live with joy. Serve him. If not, be afraid. Be terrified of the one who will righteously judge you for your sin. For living in defiance of Yahweh, just like Ahaziah.